What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Pop Gospel Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Chad the Dad. And joining me, I have my co-host, Aaron Sexton. I want another giveaway. Casey Winstead. Hello. Josh Rhodes. I think I ruined the intro. And apparently a permanent co-host. Josh Edmund. Don't get ahead that's of yourself. How, that's this is how, how it goes. I Apparently. Told you, I told you, once you're on, you'll get hooked. And here you are. Mm. How many weeks in a row? This is five. Know. Five weeks in a row. Time flies. Well, I love it. And I want you to stick around. Don't let I don't me scare know that you Josh off. loves it. He's like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Well, I told him. We're still on that free trial. That I'm AOL disc. I'm waiting period. on the right time to mm. convince you all of you to do this earlier in the day mm. like say hey i'm down like I, say I am 7 too. PM. i'm not the one that you have to talk to hey it's not me it's it not must, that no it, it's the lady it's our spouses no. <laughs> well tell them bye nope hi nope. tell them bye it's, that's a good it's, one it's, it's <laughs> one. if i tell them bye she'll tell me bye and don't ever come back it's one night you can a find week. your clothes on the lawn in the morning uh, it's uh, one night a week you want to write that there. you want to compose that text message and just put all our wives on a i'll on just a have my message. wife do it oh will you i'll do it Okay. Jordan would totally do that. She'd yeah. be like, I don't know why you don't get She'll be like, I think like it's, 1.30 in the morning. I think it's so stupid anyways, but girls, just stick with me on this That was one. a terrible impersonation of my wife. That was not intentional. That was just, I can't do a good lady voice. I thought you were talking about me. I was like, I wasn't trying to no. impersonate your wife. <laughs> no, 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 myself. I didn't mean to get anything started, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's hey, okay. why don't we do this at like 6 a.m. and then we'll see who the real uh, That's early right. bird is. That's right. Oh, I'd be good to go. Yeah, I'm we down. all will. I'm oh. up at 4 now. Oof. I'm not up that early. <laughs> <laughs> a 6 a.m. podcast. That'll be totally different. Here's what we do. Will it? Here's what we do. We start recording at different times. Listeners, you try and guess what time we recorded that podcast. It's a great <laughs> game. It would be a great game. Just know that if I talk less than I normally talk, which You're is slow. already not a whole lot, that we record it in the morning. <laughs> I, I would get to have coffee, which is my favorite beverage of all the beverages. Oh, I do. That's love your coffee. favorite beverage. Love it. Look forward to it in the morning. Okay, love it. And look forward to it. Not the same as that's your favorite beverage above all beverages. Like if I if I had the choice, like if coffee went with every meal, it does. I would do it. I have you mean, been to Olive Garden? They have coffee there. It's incredible. I just don't. When you're there, like your coffee, coffee and spaghetti, not going no, no, together no, 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 for no, no, me. No. You gotta like. You gotta be like at the table. Like You've that bologna sandwich that. I had with my lunch. I'm not, <laughs> but I mean, like any mm. time of day, food excluded, you would choose coffee over literally any other drink in the world. Yeah, probably. So if you had to pick one drink for the rest of your life, it would be coffee. I would go water. Water. Yeah, my kidney stones <laughs> well, would be okay. massive, but I would do it. You get kidney stones? I'd no, but Dr. I'm pretty Pepper. sure I would if all um, I drank was coffee. We I, know, have to, we I really know have Dr. to Pepper limit Pepper myself. Josh. We know Josh would go diet, Dr. Pepper. Diet. Oh, diet, Dr. Pepper. The sweet yep. one. <laughs> hey, the sweet. What, Taste diet, Dr. Pepper. What, uh, not an ad. What, uh, <laughs> do you just drink your coffee black? No. I tart it up. Nah, bro. It's half cream, half coffee. I tart it up. Tart it up. Yeah. Tart? Yeah, tart. Oh, not. I was like, what? You like, do- yeah, can't I say that. that you doctor it up. <laughs> tart. It's white when he drinks it. Oh. See, I I also. So that's not coffee. Uh, well, it sure is. It's milk and coffee. 
I was going to say, it's still coffee. I also love it's coffee. Chad has seen the coffee. amount of creamer that goes into my coffee. It's a lot. I'm either like straight black or I need like a latte. Like give me a vanilla latte or something. I can't do the like cream. And cream. Sugar. My wife does the cream and I've tried it. And I'm just like, mm. well, Chad was there one morning when my brain was still kicking into gear and I kind of paused what I was doing. Just kept pouring. And no, I'd stopped the pouring, but he looked at me and he was like, if you're wondering whether or not that's too much creamer, the answer <laughs> it is, is it is. <laughs> Chad, what what would be your drink? A Red Bull, sugar free Red Bull. Well, no. If I had, if I could just choose, if no diet is being one drink the rest of your life. Okay, are we saying like no repercussions? Because I could definitely live off of Mountain Dew, but well, I don't think I could live well, off of Mountain well, Dew. Well, no, that's what we're saying. Dream World, oh. because of the flavor and all that, mm. what you would pick. Oh, so not one drink the rest M- of your life. Mountain Dew. No, it's one drink the rest of your life, but like but no, no repercussions. repercussions. Like you could live without water or so Josh, on. Like. He's like whiskey. <laughs> Put some air on your chest. <laughs> no, mine would absolutely be Monster. Yeah, Monster Energy Drink is just Satan. It's <laughs> it Satan? could be. I don't know. Maybe that's why it's so good. But yeah, this mine would probably be uh, uh, Mountain Dew. Probably. You know, there's it's made with orange juice concentrate, so it is a breakfast drink. Is it orange that's juice right. concentrate or is it citrus concentrate? I'm pretty sure it's orange, orange juice, juice concentrate. Read the back. Josh, I'm going to need you to get on the Google. Do you have your... Get no, on your like, you can probably I, just go I, to his refrigerator. I can already verify. <laughs> go Anything to your that says concentrate means equals nothing but sugar. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what concentrate is. And that's is. how it helps you I, concentrate. I mean, Chad, you is should know better than anyone that I know what's in Mountain Dew. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, are you certain it's not citrus? No, I know, I know it's orange when, juice when concentrate. I, when I lived with you... When I lived with you, how many 52-ounce Mountain Dews did I drink a day? Oh, my. 52-ounce oh Mountain Dews? Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. How many of them did he finish? <laughs> Was this like a come-and-go okay. drink? Or like... Yes. Yeah, uh, like come-and-go. Now, when you... the That's... Okay, that's... When he got the 52-ounce, he would drink the whole thing. When he got a 20-ounce bottle... Half of it would, or like a quarter of it yeah, would be left I, sitting there. Because it gets hot. That's the backwash. But it's like every exactly. bottle, and then he would just leave them out around the house. It was like Mountain Dew decorations. Yeah, I'm pretty. Okay. Well, what better decoration is there? <laughs> exactly. What We've got a tree. Numbers. I don't know. Huh? Y'all can't what see my desk numbers? right now. Mm, Whataburger numbers. That's a good. Well, any We had so number. many that we decorated a 12-foot Christmas tree with them in college. Wow. I'm pretty sure that Whataburger in Dallas had to order more numbers because we'd taken so many. Interesting. It's a, it's a miracle you're not in the slammer right now. So it's not Whataburger. It's Whataburger. <laughs> Warburger. It's yeah, a it's, Whataburger. It's Whataburger. Whataburger. I'm about to say, in it's South literally Arkansas, spelled what a burger. What? Whataburger. What? Whataburger. What? But you're saying it differently. Whataburger. Whataburger. What a burger. You're saying Whataburger. Whataburger. What? What a burger! What a burger! What a burger! Okay, so legit, water legit. I was I was eight years old, riding in the truck with my father. We were driving down New Boston Road in Texarkana, mm. where the only water burger that I know, like the only water burger in Arkansas that I know of, is just on the other side of state line. But this is the second one in Texas. There's three okay. in Northwest Arkansas. So we're we driving. I'm riding with my dad to school. 
and he points. Was your dad going to at, school or were you? He was dropping me off. Oh. He points wow. at the Whataburger and he says, do you know how they named that restaurant? And I was like, no, how? <clears throat> and he said, well, the guy that built it, and this is what made it believable for me because my dad was a plumber and worked with lots of contractors and he was part of installing the plumbing on some on that Whataburger. And he was like, well, the guy was in there, and he was picking his nose, and he pulled his finger out and said, wow, what a booger. And I believed that for so long, it's embarrassing. Mm, that's so gross. <laughs> like, how long? I mean, like, and that's I was almost out it. of high school before oh, I realized. Like, he just figured out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> like, we called him out, that's and then he story. it clicked. Like, oh, wait, it's not what a booger. Like, oh, this is a franchise? It I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. Speaking of burgers, has anybody ventured to McDonald's and had the McRib yet? It's oh. back. I did yesterday. <laughs> no one onions cares. or no onions? Uh, and no. It was trash. You don't like onions, do you? Casey? I loathe onions. Loathe. Them. Not only no onions, hold trash. the McRib, yes. and then get me a cheeseburger and put it on there. I'll take a cheeseburger on that. Hot I don't dog know why bun. they bring it back. They always take it away. Yeah, like the spicy I nugs. I don't understand. What the heck? Now, they should have left those. Those were so good. What, Chad? Do you have mixed feelings? Well, I only like ate them twice. Yeah, so I like, went I and know, I was I like, so many times. I was going to order. I said, I'll do the spicy nuggets. They're like, oh, we don't do that anymore. Like everyone knew. They like talked down to me. I was like, <laughs> listen, girl. I don't like being talked down to either. No, Dude, you not, get especially, real upset. especially through the drive through. We don't have those anymore. Oh. Like she was mad too. I was like, I know. It's the worst. <laughs> it is the worst, bro. Get y'all some sriracha, squirt it on there, and then drop those in the deep fryer. I'm sure it's fine. Did they keep the sauce? I don't. I didn't ask. It was half I was that too, forty piece nugget. I, had I was too heartbroken. I, I mean, didn't want to be like just made them spicy yourself. Well, do that you? Was ha- what was it called? Mighty, mighty hot sauce. Mighty hot sauce. Is you got the mighty was? Joe Young sauce. <laughs> oh my god! I couldn't remember. Yeah, probably. I was mighty disappointed. Let's I don't say know. that mm. four or five times a week, I hear Josh go, "You're talking down to me." Oh yeah. As we're having, that's a how often he we talks have video down to evidence you. of it. I don't talk down to. Why him. do you do this, man? You do. I don't. I Everything don't. changes about the way you talk maybe, to me. When maybe, you talk down maybe to me. tonight's podcast needs to be a healing episode. <laughs> Bring it in, boys. I don't know why you have to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> you want me to read the line of Aaron, the, the Aaron got messages? an Instagram fight today with Aaron. a stranger. Aaron oh. scolded some guy that was trying to get Aaron to be an ambassador. No, what him? he was trying to do is get me to go. pay fifty dollars for a T-shirt and call me an ambassador. And I don't. Mm. I'm, I'm, mm. uh, but Aaron didn't just say no. Like that's no thanks. Oh like, no, I, I strung him out your... for a little while. You're like hard pass. No, he hurt his feelings. The guy literally <laughs> replied, "I don't know why you have to be so rude." <laughs> oh, I think I deleted that message. That's real unfortunate. Oh, because... Bro, he's just trying to build his brand. No, it's because he blocked you. Yeah, he blocked you, so you can't see. So the message is okay. Gonzo. Yeah, Spe- I made him. Speaking of being rude, hmm. I need to apologize. Uh-oh. Yeah, you do for COVID to Chad to Chad's wife. Oh, no. She, she got mad at me about my comments about green bean casserole. Did she text you? <laughs> and she texted me, and I got a little snarky in my response. Oh, and I oh you way that. messed up. Glad it was you, not me. I didn't yeah. know about that. Uh, 
You can't, no hints of snark, man. I mean, I knew she texted all of you individually about your comments. But she I did just, not text I me. I didn't get a text. Did she just text me and Josh? Just you and Josh? <laughs> I didn't make yeah, any bad you know, comments about her being bean casserole. And all she said was, you probably would like my green bean casserole because I, I blend all that mess up. And I was like, hey. Also, I sent you guys all the ingredients this week. For the green no, bean casserole, you no, you and didn't. you tried to act like I was so stupid. No, you didn't. It's not <laughs> cheese whiz, Casey. It's <laughs> totally cheese in a can. Exactly it whizzes cheese. out of there. No, green beans, cream and mushroom soup, cheese whiz, and these boys are like, "Nah, that ain't it." It's not the same. No, what else? Your question was, "Guess what I'm about to make?" And my response was, "A mistake." That's what I said. He he was saying the green bean casserole as a whole is a mistake. <laughs> yes, not just that you had the wrong uh, cheese whiz. Oh well, which it was the wrong cheese whiz. But Josh, going back, speaking of rude again, you told me about a predicament you found yourself in this morning. Boy, I went and got a haircut today. Oh no. That's not the predicament. Not at all. Like, because you mean, look I good. My haircut looks pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. Ted, remember but, the time uh, you got a haircut and they all went away? Yes. I mean, I I think it looks good as well. Um, Thanks. Man. Anyway, so I'm sitting there in the chair, you know, doing my thing. Got my mask on. They got a giant sign the size of Chad's head on the door that says, "Hey, wear a mask." Pretty Compliment pretty obvious. Followed by a burn. Thanks. <laughs> I have to. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, a rather large fella decides to walk in. He's not wearing his mask. Fat uh, large or just like big large? Like, like, like big large. large. Like, oh, big probably large. got a couple inches on you, a couple 50 pounds on you. A couple like 50? He, yeah, he's, he's a large man. I don't know. A couple 50 could be a hundred on you, but, uh. Okay. Just. Anyway, fellow walks in. His barber's got his back turned. He he's bald, so I assume he's just getting a beard trim. Which for a beard trim, you got to take your mask off anyway. True, stupid balls and stuff. But uh, so I don't think anything of it. The other barbers in there don't think anything of it. He sits down, no mask on, and he asks his barber for a haircut. Well, his barber only sees the back of his head, so he's like, okay, you know, it'll be whatever extra, but I'll I'll go ahead and give you a haircut. So because he had some stubble, I guess I don't know. Dude was bald. You gotta so, keep it shaved, barber, man. Ba- barber starts at the back of his head, starts working around, and then notices he doesn't have a mask on. So he steps back and is like, hey, you know, it's our policy. You have to wear a mask. And dude loses his mind. He starts screaming about having a medical condition. Starts screaming about mask being just some made-up thing from the liberals. And, you I know, got the asthma. It, <laughs> I got the asthma. And you know, like losing his mind, he like jumps up. Yeah, bows up her, you know, and like he's gonna, and I think it froze. Yeah, we <laughs> lost you on. He jumps up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyway, he jumps out of the chair. He bows up on the owner. He's like, he's like trying to fight over wearing a mask. And I, I really thought that, you know, I, I probably shouldn't say that on the air. Josh was packing heat and thought he was gonna have to. So shoot yeah, the I'm, guy. Shouldn't say that on there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was back in heat. 
Even when I'm not packing, I'm like, I'm going to have to pop somebody. I'm wishing I could. I'm wait like people outside my house. I'm like, what's that guy doing walking his dog this late? Let me go check it out. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) What are you doing out there, sir? Are you just walking? Move along. Move Move along. along. He does sound like the way that you describe him. And as soon as Casey says that, I see a flashlight bobbing by. (laughs) Oh, outside your house. Somebody's out for a jog. (laughs) It's me, Josh. But the way well, you describe that guy makes it what sound like he woke up with the intention. It would take more than a couple shots to take him down. Of that's wanting to fight someone. Some people like but, that, man. They wake well, up feeling froggy. Okay, now there is like, maybe he, benefit of the doubt, maybe he does have a medical condition. Maybe he gets bugged about not wearing a mask all the time. can't ask him because of HIPAA. So. Can, like, we, can we talk about a few phrases that we use like benefit of the doubt? What's that even mean? I mean, I know what it means when we say it, but why do we say it? I don't know. Google it. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt here. I'm I'm like mid story in my mind, so I can't answer that question. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> put a pin in that. What's that even mean? So basically, so like I think of what, you, what West, you're saying might be a hundred percent true, but because there's a chance it's not true, I'll give you that benefit. That's what that phrase means. Benefit of the doubt. So like last night. Aaron and I were hanging out. We're talking. It's after church. People are moving around. We're waiting on everyone to leave. And this child comes by that has a shirt on that says rule breaker. (laughs) And Aaron looks at this little girl and goes, are you a rule breaker? And she goes, no, I'm not. And like storms off. I was just trying to be like cutesy or whatever. (laughs) She's like. I'm not like, having any of it. That girl has been asked that question. Yeah, all one day. too many times. He's wearing the shirt, and she was not ready for no. your bull crap. Her mom got it for her, and she's like, "You're gonna wear the shirt," and she wore it all day. And that's every adult. Oh, you're the rule breaker. And that's what I think. And like she's, maybe she's that breaking guy, point. Maybe that guy has a true like medical condition, and he gets asked that crap all the time. And so he he maybe shouldn't have snapped. <laughs> like Aaron maybe shouldn't have snapped on the Instagram guy. Oh uh, yeah. But he Because did. because you're an ambassador for the I, Lord. I can right. also I can also get with if you're like only partly done with my head and then you're gonna tell me I have to leave if I don't have a mask, <laughs> we're gonna have a problem. Here here's my thoughts. When Oh when, well that's the thing. He sat down and they finished the three minute haircut. So, he just didn't get the beard trim. So he said, I won't trim your beard and if you don't have a mask. How are you going to trim a beard with a mask on? No. It's a perfect. I mean, it, it just no. cut the stuff it that's hanging out. All right up to the edge of the mask, and you're good. Speaking of beard, do you guys like mine? Hey, yo. It's gone. Sadness. I mine. can't even see it. I'm sad. Well, <laughs> no one can see it because it's gone, Josh. Did you shave it off? Took it away. It's, yeah, However, I've had mine for three weeks, uh, and my mother-in-law noticed it yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. It does look real similar to the first week. My my mother in law noticed it. I thought it. you were gonna say to your face. <laughs> my my mother in law noticed it the like the first two days and she's like, Oh, you're doing that again this year? And then I was Dang like it. Yeah, she's like, You just have such a sweet face. Why would you put hair on it? And I was like, Oh see thank I th- you. I think I'm gonna trim mine Easy on Easy. on my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm gonna trim it down to like stubble and then I think I'm gonna go year of the beard. Oh, okay. Then don't do stubble. You just got to shave it all off, and then you're gonna be really awkward for like a week. <laughs> just get or quarantined. Two. Get quarantined that week, and then we'll know. Like yeah, Chad's way back. Too much skin. 
Agreed. Yeah, now that I don't have hair, I don't think I can go clean shaven. Oh, man. You got to cover up that coconut. If I do, I got to go white tees and an earring. Hey, speaking of coconuts. Like Mr. Clean? Yeah. Speaking of coconuts, I've got some homeschool facts. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Do they involve coconuts? Yeah, one of them does. (laughs) Oh, okay. Come on. Bro, I'm the master of segues. (laughs) This is from my... Listen, so... If you don't know, which everyone knows, the homeschool facts come from some students that are in my D group. However, two of them are homeschooled. One of them is virtually doing school, so I make fun of him. Harrison is a virtual student, not a homeschooler. They all listen, and so this will be for them tonight. I was hanging out at Casey's house. (laughs) He said, just got a text from Harrison. Said he sat through an hour-long podcast on normal speed. To not even be like referenced to the everyone. And then he said, or, no, to, to find, find out <laughs> that Casey's favorite food is mac and cheese. <laughs> he was like, seriously? <laughs> Hour long, normal speed. Mac These and kids cheese. are evolving, man. I'm like, you got 14 year olds that listen to podcasts? What the heck? Like, <laughs> and who listens to podcasts not at normal speed? Apparently, sometimes I sleep. Sometimes I, I sometimes I go half speed. So I do not speed them up. Oh, I was like, I don't believe you. The best thing well, in I the world because my do. brain and your brain are similar, and we would not be able There's to keep up. What's the best thing up. you can do? Just watch a YouTube video at at half speed, and everyone <laughs> looks strong. <laughs> Sounds strong. It's hilarious. All well, right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. No. I I, I don't want to cut you off. Nope. All right, these are facts. these are virtual school facts, not homeschool facts. Got All right, new more people die to coconuts falling than shark attacks each year. Pretty sure you already did that one. No, no, no. no. That's a new. These one. are all brand every new. Every week you've done this. Not every week. That's the first time those words have go. Come out of my no, mind. you're like go back week. and listen. You're like, what did you do? Uh, was last? Uh, this. Wait a second. No, there was last week <laughs> where I got the weeks confused that you sat there. Either way, no matter. Every time he does this homeschool thing, these are all fresh. You get confused about something. Fresh facts. That's not true. Fresh facts. Not every time. Hey, fresh facts. Continue. Fresh virtual facts. <laughs> All right. At one point on earth, think about this, guys. You were the youngest person alive. Wow. <laughs> that was a special time. All right, moving on. I know what happened. He and I have already talked about this. Yes, that's why house. you heard him. I, I read like, these to you already. I was like, I know. I already know this stuff. You're like, okay. yeah, and the next one, I know and, too. And I'm out. Go ahead. Continue. The only letter that doesn't appear in the periodic table, J. Who knew? And totally missed out on a great letter. I thought Josh was going to say, and none of us know you could I thought he was going to name an element with J, and I'm like, liars! <laughs> Jalapenos. Yes. Mm. Mm. All right. There were two AI chatbots that were created, then eventually were disabled because they learned to speak their own language. That's, That's some scary stuff. Skynet. Boy. So of all the people born every day... Mm-hmm. You're still on the first one. For the second That's one. how my brain process. I'm just way behind you. Of all the people born in a day, yeah, nobody is born at the exact same time. I mean, well, maybe potentially they are. They are but okay, well, then that that fact is already. Falling but I apart. mean, it would have to be like the like. Also, moment of birth. Is it like when the feet are out 
Is it like when the head crowns? Hopefully like, what are we calling? Not, hopefully the feet aren't coming first. What are we? Got what are we calling like moment of birth? C-section is just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's a little bit saw, more than that, but basically. I saw yeah, a lot, whole lot more than that. Meme well, that, I've sat through knows? two of them. Don't worry. I know okay. the details. Gotcha. I saw a meme that said people who were C-sectioned have the audacity to call it their birthday. <laughs> it ain't your birthday. It was your release date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Last one. Nintendo trademarked the phrase, it's on like Donkey Kong. Oh, I have two. And the person oh, who played like, That's it? the person who played Harry Potter was allergic to his glasses. In the first Harry Potter. Yeah. Old uh, Daniel Ratcliffe, allergic to his gr- glasses. Who knew? Virtual kids knew. Wonder what kind of allergy it was. I don't know. Like and surely they didn't make him wear the glasses. The They're like, no, time. no, you're gonna wear these glasses. He's <laughs> like, Yeah, but my eyes are like closed shut. <laughs> they can't see. <laughs> You're like, well, cast a spell on that. Let's get back to work. <laughs> are you a are you a Harry no, Potter negative person? I lo- yeah, I love Harry. What Potter. What school do you belong to? Oh, I, so I have taken the little thing like <laughs> twice, and I got the Hufflepuff, and then I got the Slytherin. Mm. Can you could you remember so, one spell? Could you cast one out? Absolutely. Come on. I could. Uh, Come on, Chad. Oh, what is it? It's a uh, Expecto Patronum, man. Oh. That's the little light that's out that, of your thing. That's that drink they got at the Mexican restaurant. Mm. Or, uh, Wimgardium Leviosa. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> I love those movies. I've watched them all multiple times. Yeah. Okay. Could you tell that Daniel Ratcliffe was allergic to his glasses in the first one? Nope. What was the first one? The first one was The Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Yeah. I remember trying to read that book. My Sunday school teacher was like, that's of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, I was like, well, all books are. I'm going to put it down. Speaking of nerdy things, just because that's a great segue, not really, into our one topic for the night. them Satan stories. (laughs) What's his delay? Like 10 seconds. And and that also helps lead into what we're talking about tonight. Uh, So I had said earlier about Josh being a permanent fixture now. Josh Inman. Josh Rhodes already was. Uh, but also before the podcast, I told him this will be the first podcast he's been on with like a somewhat serious topic and he got a little concerned. So this might be his last time on, (laughs) (laughs) but so what I want to talk about tonight, uh, and it might not like come across as a pop culture thing to discuss, but it really is, uh, especially right now. And what I want to talk about what I think would be a good thing for us five to talk about is I would like to talk about masculinity. So I want to talk, I want to like define it. I want to, cause here's the thing. We all know that you cannot necessarily define masculinity with like one streamlined, like you have to be this because all of us on this podcast are men I would consider all of us on this podcast masculine, but all of us have different tastes, different things that we're into. Some of us are more in our feelings. Some of us are more not in our feelings. I was going to say cold, but that's kind of harsh. <laughs> like, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, so we all. Where kind do of, I fall on that scale of in my feelings and not in my feelings? Where would you place so me? So we all kind of. <laughs> For real. 
Where would I place you on yeah, in my feelings? In, to, in the feels and not in the feels. Well, it depends on how you want to define the feels, because I would lean you more toward in the feels. Really? Because your emotions are on your sleeve. Casey. I washed this shirt. <laughs> It's a clean shirt. <laughs> anyway, so I want to talk about masculinity. Uh, so let's just start. I haven't done this in a long time, and I'm kind of excited about it. <laughs> at, at the Pop Gospel Podcast, we like to define our terms because words have meaning, and the meaning of those words matter because especially in today's age, people just throw stuff around like Wheelie neely, wheelie neely, <laughs> and yep. uh, use it however they want, and twist it and manipulate it. And so, here I have a couple definitions. So we have masculinity; <clears throat> it is the quality or nature of the male sex, the quality, state, or degree of being masculine or manly. Okay, so what is masculine? It is male. Having qualities appropriate to or usually associated with a man. Uh, oh, that's sorry. I left in one of the like references. It was a masculine voice, but I don't need that. Uh, and then there's male of relating to or being the sex that typically has the capacity to produce relatively small, usually M-O-T-I-L. Anybody? Modal. G A M E T E S. <laughs> Is that one word or you, that's two words? Gamets. Which fertilize the eggs of a female. Okay. <laughs> and then man, an individual human, especially an adult male human. So there you have all of the that definitions <laughs> of that are super vague. The, they are super vague. What it what is masculinity? What is masculine what is being a male the way we are going to define a male is that you have pardon me homeschoolers love you uh sorry i just totally blasted the homeschoolers quickly anyways you did men males have male genitalia we have the is it is it us who has the y chromosome i was like what are you about to ask do we have (laughs) What do we have? <laughs> who's got the X's and who's got the Y's? Anybody science class? I think ladies are X and Y chromosome. Josh, hop on that. Yeah, your boy, passed high sc- <laughs> your boy passed science in high school with a 59.5. Oh, my God. So, Josh. That's not a passing grade. <laughs> oh, it's not. That is. It's a D. D's get the grade. 59 is an F. 60, Josh. Rounds up, Don't be hating. 59.5 rounds up. Okay, Josh. Get on the Google, find out that chromosome. But you guys get where we're going with this. Now, masculinity, to be masculine, has a very different, um, de- not definition, but like the way of defining it is not so easy as defining what a... What's this, Josh? You can just speak. Males it. have the Y chromosome. Oh, okay. So, someone with a Y chromosome is male. So, masculinity is more like aspects of a man. Now, we know men are all different. There is no streamlined, one solid answer like there is with whether or not you are male or female. So, masculinity. What do you guys picture 
And I'm not looking for like some long speech, but just like briefly, <clears throat> masculinity, what do you guys think of? Go. Anybody. <laughs> Paul Bunyan. Okay, Paul Bunyan. Perfect. <laughs> I just think of someone who who is like kind of takes everything on and and like problems and issues and like emotions and and kind of just like shoulders it. Like for me, and that's that's kind of how I've always viewed masculinity is like someone kind of tough, kind of like, "Hey, I got this." kind of feeling. Okay. I don't think my mind doesn't go to physical attributes as much as sort of what Casey was saying. I think of things that really uh, a female could have these qualities, but I think of things like responsibility, taking ownership, uh, sort of manning up, being who you're supposed to be. Okay. Type of qualities are what I think of when I think of masculine. As opposed to things like, uh, Burp, fart, scratch, <laughs> grunt, uh, make random dude noises. <laughs> Respect. Aaron? Well, so I've been trying to pin it down, like, what I would, how I would, you know, in my mind. And I think it's, I think it's someone who, like, for me, true masculinity is someone who fulfills the God-given role of a man and and everything that goes along with that, whether, you know, uh, providing and protecting and, and those things that, that Scripture outlines, uh, what, you know, being the spiritual leader of a family, all of those things. Again, it's not a physical a- attribute. It's not one single person or image that comes to mind. It's just that just the thought of uh, or the idea of fulfilling the God-given role of of a man okay see when you ask me that i gut reaction i think of like coal miner lumberjack building a railroad like i think of men who are not afraid of doing hard things they're not always looking for the easier way not that finding an easy way is a bad thing but like people who are willing who are mentally tough enough to go through extremely hard conditions whether that's emotionally or physically to reach the end goal that's kind of where my mind goes now of course i think of things like beards and crew cuts and like i don't know I think of my dad personally, like my dad comes to mind because my dad's always like, he's not a big guy. He's like five, nine, maybe five, ten. Like he's got, but like his hands, even though my hands are massive, I still look at his hands and they seem big to me. Like, I don't know what, I don't know why, but that's always been something that stuck out to me. Maybe because he always worked with his hands. But so, okay, so there are some gut reaction definitions of masculinity. Now, what are things that you guys possess, attributes, characteristics, whatever, that you guys possess that would not generally be considered masculine? I do all of the cooking in our house. Okay. Like literally 100% of it. 
Yeah. I change all of the diapers for our children. I, I mean, I prepare her food as well. Yeah. You know, I, I'm responsible for dressing her every day. You know, I do a lot of the things that you would normally think that the wife or the mom would do, but it's just because of, you know, how our schedules work. Obviously Stephanie's capable of doing those things, but you know, she's super busy at the time that that, that those things are normally going down. So I do them for her. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I tell a lot of people that, you know, I change all the diapers and I cook all the meals and people kind of, I've gotten the reaction of, Oh, that's a girl's job, but no, like it's my job. Yeah. I, to give you guys some more time, I'll just go ahead and go. Uh, (laughs) I am an emotional dude. I cry. Not like a lot, but like when I cry a lot. I freaking cry. cry. I might. He could. Give him a guitar. I'll do it. Give him a guitar. I'll start crying. That's right. I will. (laughs) Guaranteed. Uh, I like, like, you and I were talking earlier, and I thought it was funny because you thought my reaction to what you and your wife watched together would be negative, but, like, I love, like, romantic comedies, uh, things like that. I'm not big on dramas, but that's a whole nother thing. I feel like life has enough drama in it. Uh, So, like, I like romantic comedies and things like that. Like, the show How I Met Your Mother, I've watched it front to back, like, five times. I cry every time when Marshall's dad dies. Cool. Like, a grown man watching TV. I cry. Well, if you haven't watched it yet, that's your problem. Well, maybe I was just Uh, starting. But so uh, that, um, I sing. I like to create. Like, I'm an artsy person. Not necessarily, like, painting and things like that. But I like to write songs and poems and stuff. No, probably not. Come on, Bob Ross. My painting is real bad. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I would say I, I avoid manual labor. Okay. As much as possible. Is that like a fancy way of saying I'm lazy? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I hope not. Avoid manual labor. I mean, I love the Food Network. Okay. Uh, Hate it. Like Josh, I like to cook. You know, those are some things that come to my mind. Okay. Well, I think one of the things that would make me like not fit the mold of you know cultural masculinity would be Josh do you need to go get that baby yeah I got a baby crying (laughs) okay you go we'll let these two go and if you're not back we'll I'll have my headphones in okay continue sorry (laughs) anyways uh, I tend to be really gentle and compassionate Mm. towards a lot of like I'm like you like not only am I super nerdy, but I'm real emotional. I'm like, I'm super sentimental. Like when, um, the, what, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name of the movie right now, but, um, no, it's, uh, I hate that movie. It's, it's the, (laughs) the most recent, um, of the star Wars movie, the force awakens. Okay. And the force awakens when, the Millennium Falcon is under that sheet and then the wind blows it and you see it like I cried like to see it fly. I'm in the theater like tearing up and my wife is laughing at me, but like, that's just the kind of dude I am. And I'm super gentle. Like I always wanted a son, but to have two daughters is like super exciting to me. Mm. Cause I, and cause I'm just that person. Like I'm super 
I like to be gentle. I like to be compassionate. And, you know, I have the temper of a typical male. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, like I'm just, I'm kind of a big softy. Okay. So I'm hearing you guys give your answers and I'm kind of like, oh man, I'm broken. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think about, like, so I do stuff around the house. I'm not the guy who, like, comes home and is, like, sits in my chair and, you know, get me a drink. Like, I'm, like, come home and, like, hang out with the kids. And I think for me, being a dad who works, I try to maximize time with my family, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of goes against, like, the norms. And I don't know that that's necessarily, like, today's norms. It's just, like, what you kind of saw on tv like dad comes home kicks his feet up like that that kind of thing so um you know if i can like as far as cooking and stuff i kind of do like the outside cooking i do the grilling the meat portions um i know how to cook some stuff inside i just you know my wife does that and so uh but i i like to do the dishes i think i'm a little bit obsessive compulsive about it I kind of stress out when there's dishes in the sink. So I don't know if that's like me not being masculine and me just being broken. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I can't go to bed with this. And so stuff like that. Um, I'm an emotional person. Uh, but I think my my fault and my failure is, is that sometimes that goes sh- kind of quicker to anger than it is of understanding. Um, but I think one of the traits that is kind of unique is that i i think of of a lot of things and so like hey it's so-and-so's birthday you should shoot them a message or hey i've been thinking about this and like kind of like residual relationships with people i think a lot of times guys are pretty bad at that we're just like ah, it's fine <laughs> like those, they'll still be there but um you know sometimes i think about that uh and that may be like a ministry aspect where it's like you're always like trying to serve people um, and so that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm a, I'm a gift giver kind of person. Like I want people, well, in the sense of like what I like, like I like pops and I like sports cards. And so like, I'll give that to people. Yeah. Um, I, don't I would know chalk if, that up as considerate. Yeah. I was going like to say remembering people's birthdays and yeah. Like and that. I'm not like, Hey, I, I'm selfish, but I'm selfless, like all in the same breath, like if that makes sense. Okay, like I'm yeah. selfish with my family time and stuff like that, but I'm also like selfless with like possessions and things like that. So Okay, yeah. So the reason the masculinity is our topic tonight is... Can we talk about our masculine traits? Because I feel like I shine there, you know, like being manly. <laughs> we can, maybe. We're not going to. So the reason that I brought up the masculinity the reason i wanted to talk about it is because this week uh well and kind of it was beginning in last week i i believe but it it, that doesn't matter uh harry styles popular singer was uh in vogue uh the magazine and dresses and things like that and the whole thing was like redefining you know the norms and masculinity and things like that and not necessarily that in itself, because I'm not surprised by that, right? Like, people, guys in Hollywood, especially musicians and things like that, um, have been doing that for a long time. I mean, I know that, like, Freddie Mercury was a homosexual, but, like, all of, like, the hairband era, like, 
dudes were wearing like leotards and things like that. Like that's not new. Um, but what I wanted to talk about is the response. And so you have, and I'm just going to list off some short, brief little things. I don't know all of the responses don't want to, um, but like, so Candace Owens, mm-hmm. uh, political commentator, uh, very controversial, uh, commented, uh, made a post saying make men men again. Uh, and so Harry Styles responded with a picture and it wasn't of him in a dress. It was like a frilly shirt and like this, like awfully sized suit. Like it was like too small, but the shirt was too big. It was just weird, which is, I mean, what the fashion world does. But so, he responded with that and said, make men, men again, like kind of a subtweet to her. And then, uh, she responded back to it with a picture of like him next to the frilly shirt Seinfeld and was like, who wore it better? Well then Noah Cyrus, which if you didn't know, Miley Cyrus has siblings. She is one of them. Noah Cyrus replied and called, Candace some very awful names. Uh, but so the response is what I want to talk about. So we have this response of it's either a, like you're destroying everything. Men aren't men anymore kind of response. And then you have the opposite side that says, well, like these gender norms and things are harmful and there's, uh, you know, we need to overcome this. We're, more developed like you and I were talking pre-podcast like oh we've grown beyond that like we're so everything else is so old-fashioned and blah 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 but like so is that in my opinion there's a middle ground and I think that's what we have here amongst us is a middle ground of I would consider all of us masculine men now we might not run around in dresses because well that's just attention for attention's sake that's nothing other than that like dudes are not going to start wearing dresses unless they're just Uh, wanting attention unless they're just wanting attention exactly uh there are trying to win the newlywed game exactly there are societal norms that have nothing necessarily to do with whether or not you are any more or less of a man but so the gender the masculinity the redefining masculinity the uh, all of that i feel like there's a middle ground of not making people feel less manly when they cry because the millennium falcon was in a movie and uh the other end of not shaming me because i want like for christmas i'm making my son a little axe and a little sword and a little shield and he and I are going to play Vikings in the backyard because I want my son to enjoy the things I enjoy and be a rough and t- like tough little boy. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys, th- what are y'all's thoughts on that uh, middle ground? And how do you think people come to that place? And how do we kind of get everybody to that place? Or do you think there's a middle ground or not? Kind of a lot to <laughs> respond to, but... <laughs> Well, I think that that Josh should go ahead with this thought. <laughs> Sorry, and if you hear my daughter, she's sitting in my lap right now because she doesn't want to go to sleep. And she's good. got a slobber-covered 
monkey that's also all over me and it feels really gross and wet. But anyway, <clears throat> I think there definitely is a middle ground. Um, yeah. And I, I'm trying to raise my daughter that way. I'm trying to, you know, eliminate that. Oh, that's a boy toy. Oh, that's a girl toy. Um, like a couple weeks ago, she's really, she loves music and she loves, baby, it's okay. No, she not. loves music. It's not okay. And she loves specifically like pretending things are drumsticks. And, you know, so I got her a little toy drum set and, you know, it came in two colors, pink or blue. Well, I got her the pink one, but then I was thinking, you know, should I have gotten her the pink one? What's wrong with a little girl like in blue? And like, it's just things like that that are so ingrained, especially in the U.S. and like boys as they grow up, like you have to do this because it's a boy thing. And girls, you have to do this because it's a girl thing. I think we just need to eliminate that. Like if a little girl wants to play baseball, let her play baseball. Well, I agree, but I also don't think you should overthink it if you buy her pink drumsticks. Yeah, like. yeah that was that was just me overthinking stuff. Well, yeah. So, so Chad, you know my son well. I do. You guys haven't really hung out with him. My son is four years old. He is obsessed, and when I say obsessed, I mean like legitimately. Like he has an issue. <laughs> With Disney princesses. Yeah. And when I mean an issue, I mean... He's just obsessed. Everything he thinks about is about princesses. He plays this game where, Chad, tell me a color. And then you tell him a color, and he's going to tell you what princess wore that colored dress. Yeah. And so he's almost like Rain Man qualities, but it's like <laughs> with Disney princesses. And as I think about that, he does things like... He gets uh, like a blanket and he puts it on his head and that's and, Rapunzel's yeah. hair and he drags it through the house and we're just like... And so for a while, me and my wife were just kind of like, what the heck? Like, he doesn't do boy stuff. He only wants to wear dresses and he only wants to do this. And we kind of... We just finally got to a point where we're like, the reason that he is so obsessed... Number one, he has a sister yeah, that is older, older than sister, him. Yeah. That, that kind of like when he was growing up, that's what she was into. But the other thing is, is that we don't want to suppress like his emotions and stuff where it's like, hey, you know, this is something that he's into. Uh, let him just kind of figure this out. And I th and for me as the dad who's like, you know, I was talking about like the masculine traits. Yeah, I'm the guy who likes to build stuff and I want to, you know, like, oh, you want to fight? Like, I don't really want to fight, but like, I'm I the do. guy so who's bad. like, yeah, we know. <laughs> But I'm the guy who's like, let's take this outside, and then we could talk about it. But you know, like, I'm you're kind of aggressive. You have those masculine traits, and then I'm raising a son who we have friends over, and he comes out in an Elsa dress, and I'm just like, what the heck, son? And it's just like, finally, I was like, you know what though? Like, and kind of like what you were talking about, Josh, about it's not that I'm like, if my son comes out like, hey, you're going to middle school, and he's like. Hey, I'm wearing a dress. I'm like, all right, we're going to talk about this. Mm. Okay. But when you're four years old and you want to wear a dress and you're just pretending and it's, yeah, it's not. Yeah. I mean, like be a kid because at the exact same time, as much as he acts like a girl, five seconds later, he's like hanging in his sister's closet upside down, like about to kill himself. And I'm like, well, your sister never did that. Like <laughs> he jumps off of everything and he throws things at you. And I'm like, there's my son, you know, like, yeah. and so it's this balance, but I think we've kind of become like hyper-focused on it too, where it's like, 
well, girls can be boys and boys can be girls. And everybody's so like, you know, that can't be my son. Like, I don't want my son being like, I think I'm a girl, dad. And I'm like, well, we all know you're not, you yeah. know? And so I think that we in my family have just like, okay, masculinity is not necessarily defined as like the blue truck and, you know, throwing the balls and doing all these other things like wrestling and fighting. But, you know, we don't have to focus on that so much as like, hey, let's just develop you as a little person and then we'll just, we'll kind of walk through life together. Yeah. So, and yeah, I won't, I won't interject any thought there. Cause you well, if it makes to... you feel any better, I grew up with a younger sister and it was the same thing. Like I've seen the little mermaid more times than I care to admit because growing up, she was my only friend. Like we didn't live on a street with tons of kids growing up. And yeah. so we did everything together and it was like, I can't do what I want to do because I will kill or maim her. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, we can't go outside and do the boy things because she doesn't number one, want to do those things. And number two, if we do do those things, I will hurt her. Yeah. So, I mean, like I, I was the older brother that played Barbie dolls with his younger sister and like sat in her little salon chair and let her, you know, fake cut my hair and watch the, princess movies and stuff and i turned out fine so you know i mean i i i always when it comes to this number one i think that the big issue is when you remove who god has created you to be the god-given identity that he created you with you have to find your identity in something else Mm. and our culture is pushing this idea that your identity is now found in your sexuality and figuring out what belongs as a part of that sexuality. And so that's why you have the non-binaries and all the oodles of genders and and sexual um, orientations that we have now because people are just trying to find their identity in something and the one thing that they can roll it all the way back to right now is their sexuality. But for me, I, I... I go back to, number one, you, you have to know what your identity in, in Christ is. Like, that's paramount, because that, that gives you a center, okay? And your identity in Christ is who He has created you to be, with your feelings and your passions and your aspirations and your drives and your motivations. Like, when, once you have that center and realize that He has given you those things, and those things are good... Mm. then you can kind of roll on from there. And so I, I, go, I always go back to Jacob and Esau. Esau was the cultural picture of a man's man. He was huge. He was hairy. Like He was the hunter. He was the provider. He was big, and he was strong. And, and Jacob was not. Jacob hung out at home with mom and liked to read and do art and stuff like that. And, and I think it's a good biblical picture that you can have it both ways. Because again, we we know Jacob goes on to be a great man of God. Yep. But only because his brother gave it up. Well, he stole it from his brother. (laughs) Jacob means deceiver. Stole that dang thing. (laughs) That's because he hung out with mom. He knew how to cook. And it was his mom's idea. So, anyways, (laughs) the uh, beans. But he goes on to be a great man of God. But he doesn't initially start out fitting that cultural picture of of what a man is. And and I think that. That that's the issue again when you when you don't have your identity grounded in Christ to go you know what I am a nerdy guy 
I I like Star Wars, and I am super soft and 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 gentle, and uh, that's that's a good thing. God has created me that way because there are people in this world, particularly my daughters now, that need that. Mm. Like you guys sitting here know, like I am hot headed. I have a temper. Like it's about stupid stuff, but I do have a temper. I get really irritated at at things like any other normal guy does. Like. I do like to build stuff with my hands. I like to go fishing and, and do all of that. But the the creative side of me helps me in what God has designed me to do, which is teach and preach the gospel. And so putting together messages gets my creative juices flowing. Like coming up with events and things gets my creative juices flowing. And then being able to be compassionate in situations with students where they're going through a hard time or, you know, in the future when my daughters are going through hard times and dealing with things that aren't masculine, like they need that side of me. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of how God creates us. But again, once you lose that identity, you end up with what we have now, which is trying to figure it out. And there are no roles to be played and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those are great. Those are all great answers. <laughs> <laughs> no thoughts of your own. Well, the word, the word maturity keeps coming to my brain. Okay. You know, scripture talks about putting away childish things. Um, and so what you sort of just described is, is, uh, a slippery slope of immaturity. Whenever you um, whenever you you begin to search and grab for any external thing um, for the sake of attention, for the sake of mm. fitting in, for the sake of getting your way, uh, for for the sake of any other sort of selfish, what about me, but I wanna and you know, my feelings and you get into all of the me 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 uh you just you'll 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 find yourself um losing losing the maturity battle yeah quickly and when i think of masculinity and what a man is supposed to be i i don't think of the external things Mm -hmm. i think of the the maturing things that take place in my life, I feel like I'm more manly whenever I'm maturing as a Christ follower, when I'm maturing as a husband, maturing as a dad, and and in my mind, all of that boys boils down to um, the less I'm concerned with me in all these areas of life, the more mature I'm becoming, and to me that equates masculinity um and, and we could spend s- seven days talking about all the external oh yeah oh know, yeah um and and really it's um it doesn't really get to the root of of where masculinity should be absolutely in my mind. and i'm glad that you brought up maturity because that's a word that i couldn't really come up with earlier when I was thinking about this particular thing. So one of the other things that per purred spurred on this topic for me is the actress Ellen page. 
uh, has decided that she is now a man and her name is Ethan page. Uh, and I was listening to some people talk about that today and I was just, and they were breaking it down and like, well, okay, you know, but now it's like not cool for someone to play the part of something they're not. So like you can't play someone in a movie with a disability if you don't have a disability, like you'll get like canceled over that. Yeah, you can't act anymore. And so it's like now she is playing a cisgender woman in the TV show The Umbrella Academy, but now she is by the world standards not a woman, she is now a man, and so it's like she can't play that part anymore. And then even further, she calls herself a queer man, but that would mean a man that likes other men, which would just make her a straight woman, but she's not. She's married to a woman, so that would make her a straight man if she's actually a man. And so it's just, as I was listening to them talk about it, I was like, this reminds me of when we were playing games as kids and we just made the rules up as we went. Yeah. <laughs> and when I didn't like it, I changed it. And I did what, and it didn't have to make sense so long as it came up to my end yep. goal. Yeah. Well, and what you're describing to me is, um, there's what's the what's the term I'm looking for? There's no uh, true north. Yeah. Yes. You know, there's no true north that that guides all of us. Yeah. And so, since there's no true north, it's wherever the wind is blowing at the time. And whatever pressures are around. And that will always collapse on itself. Yeah. yeah. If there's not that steady, if it's not the identity found in Christ, that true north, who God, how God designed everything, really, if we want to take it all the way back to the beginning, if that is not the basis, if that's not like the standard, then it will fall apart every time. And that's what you get is you get that like, well, so, okay, Sarah Fuller kicker for the Vanderbilt football team for like a week. I don't know if she's still on the team or not. She comes onto the team to fill in at kicker because the kicker got COVID or was quarantined because of COVID. Coach didn't go, hey, who else on the team can kick? Nope. Went straight to the women's soccer team, not the men's soccer team, and gets this girl, brings her on the team can, two days before the game. Can I, can I say one thing? The previous kicker from the school – Yes. Still on campus with eligibility. I just find it interesting. And Vanderbilt is a an interesting school. I have a student who is trying to get into that school right now. And as a white male, he has about zero chance. Yeah. It's a very diverse school. It is very um, open. It is very just like we embrace diversity. Yeah. But... Like the kicker who was on the team last year is in med school there, still has a year of eligibility, and then they go like, Hey, let's not call him. Yeah. Let's just make a move here. And so, so they bring Sarah Fuller on, and I'm sure that she's an awesome woman. I don't know anything about her. They bring her on, they she gives the halftime speech. <laughs> They're down twenty one to nothing. Can you and you played football. Yes, I did. Okay. And I played football. Even as a senior in high school, I was never confident enough to stand up in front of my team at halftime and be like, listen, guys, 
No, we're because trash. There, because like, there was like a high, there was yeah, like a hierarchy. Even, even if you're the oldest person, like you don't do that. No, it was like okay. So who gives the halftime speeches? The coach, the like middle linebacker who yeah. kills everyone yeah, every the, day, the dude, who, and also the captain through a locker during the game. Exactly. No, I so, said the team leader. I said the cheerleader. No, I said team so they leaders. so they bring this girl on two days before the game. She gives the halftime speech where she talked about how little noise they were making on the sideline, and compared them to her championship women's soccer team and how they always cheer which well, listen they only won that championship they won against arkansas oh they didn't win the regular season Whoa. they won the sec championship as a seven seed so she still needs to get off her high horse all right <laughs> they're not the best so she comes out also, after doesn't have a men's soccer team i had to look that up oh okay well That's then there you go so she comes out after halftime giving her speech kicks the worst kick I've ever seen in college football. People are saying it's a squib, but nobody squibs to start off the second half when you're losing. I'm just throwing that out there. Vanderbilt does. As soon as the ball is hits the ground, she's running toward the sideline. Okay, so this we have this whole thing that we set up to make this a big moment for women. But you're also going to tell me that women don't exist. Like, you tell me that gender doesn't matter when it's not women. Gender doesn't matter. But when it is a woman, all of a sudden, gender matters. And I am go- I said all of that to come back around to, it's the making up the rules as we go. Yeah. When you don't have that true north, that compass, that standard, everything is just all over the place. Now, that's not to say there's a true north, a standard of masculinity Per se, I think there are things that are definitely masculine, but you can be into and like there's nothing less masculine about a guy. I'm sorry, I'm pointing to you because you talked about your son wearing dresses like if he grew up and he was a designer, Mm -hmm. wedding dress designer, no less masculine than the professional football player. You know what I'm saying? The the thing that you do, the things that you enjoy don't make you masculine. Like you were saying, you always go more toward the mental, the maturity, the spiritual. Well, so do you think that's like an old school approach? Because I, I think about like the way you're saying it. Like when I think about that, I'm like, yeah, but it is different. Like for me, I'm like, well, the well, football player probably is more masculine than the guy who's over here designing dresses. But I don't okay. know if that's like an old school approach because I think about like older generations. Well, see, I hesitate to say that it's old school because I think we put a lot of things on older generations okay, that boomer. they might not have said for themselves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Like that, that uh, there were men, I guarantee you, in the early 1900s who wouldn't have shamed a guy for being a wedding dress designer. And there were men who would have. Right. So I don't think it's necessarily an old school thought as much as it is a primal thought. Like the core of men is like it's in our subconscious. There are things that all men have. Like we all to some degree have that rage that you two talked about where like 
you're a little bit faster to anger than... That doesn't sound like me. uh, Oh, I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I've been in your house while the Cubs were losing. Right, chill. Uh, Chill. (laughs) So there are just things about us, and then there are societal things, of course. We were talking earlier about how, depending on what region of the world or the country you live in, you're going to have different beliefs. You're going to have different points of view about certain things. So a lot of it is societal, but, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, I don't think, so there isn't a definite, this guy is more sure. masculine than the other based on what they do. Right. Now, if you got to know them, right, then you could find out, yes, one is more masculine than the other. Cause there's definitely a yeah, gradient like football of player, masculinity. Like cries every time he tackles somebody, he feels it, bad. Exactly. So yeah. there is a gradient of masculinity and there's not one dead like you're either masculine or you're not like there's a whole spectrum of masculinity. And I think we always, or we end up on this kind of like things are in politics right now. You're either this side or you're that side mm-hmm. kind of thing. And the, there's no, you know, you can, there's no, just looking at people. I'm just going to they truly are. I'm just going to keep coming back to crying about the millennium Falcon. You can cry about the millennium Falcon and still be masculine. Hey, listen, free Willie got me. Oh, come on. Free. Cried at Free Willy when he was free first and movie, Michael Jackson was singing at the first end. First movie I saw in theaters, Free Willy. So good. Yes. For all the listeners, anyway. I just did the little hand motion just, where he jumped over he the jumped wall. Over. Yeah. Okay, so now let's wrap things up. Casey wanted to name masculine traits. Oh. I want you guys, you're going to have to brag on yourself a little bit to some degree, I think, and I don't know if you guys feel comfortable with that because I don't. <laughs> But so what would you say are your top three masculine traits? They can be physical. They could be mental, whatever. Hmm. Your top three masculine traits. And this is how we're going to end it. (laughs) All right. Casey? Okay. I can bury my emotions. Okay. Number one. And tied with that, I'm a poor communicator. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Top masculine trait. I... uh, I have taken off from what my dad taught me growing up. If I can't fix it, it's not broke kind of mindset. Like, hey, uh, I can fix that or yeah. build that. Or it, a lot of that is stems out of me being a tightwad. I'm like, I'm not calling a repair person. We're going to fix this. Um, but yeah, that. And then I have like this like hustle mentality where like everything's for sale. Mm. Like, and I'm not like. Nothing ha- nothing is sentimental and like don't touch that kind of thing. But yeah. I'm like, like when I got walk, bills to pay. When I walk around, I'm like, <laughs> I can tell that like that's got value. You know, I'm like, I'll find myself on Craigslist. I'm like, do I have enough money to buy a golf cart today and resell that? You know, like, and mm. so I don't know if that's a masculine trait. That's just a trait that I have that I think sometimes pride is probably part of that. Where it's like, I want to be a provider for my family, and so maybe I can do more yeah. um, than just being employed by a church. You know, that's not like the most like <laughs> financial, like provider. Mm. Okay. But what about good. you guys? Top three masculine traits. Um, uh, I, I would like for Josh to finish his thought. <laughs> I would like for Josh to finish his thought. Oh, okay. Gosh. Um, love sports. Okay. I love uh grilling, smoking meat. Okay. I love 
the term smoking meat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- I would agree with Casey. I'm not a super emotional. Okay. I'm not a super emotional kind of a person. Okay. Those three. Until you are, and then you're like, what is happening? Like, yeah, then it's bad. For me, I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> like, you know, like, get out of here. Well, my eyes, are, I don't, they're leaking. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> okay. Josh, you were next. I'm pretty feminine, honestly. <laughs> you can't give like... me three masculine traits. <laughs> well, you, you, you walk good, around like, packing heat, so there's stuff. one. You don't I, wear a I, shirt I in, in the house. Doesn't wear a shirt. You're like a okay. Redneck. There you go. No shirt. No <laughs> shoes. Go. No service. <laughs> Except I always wear shoes. Same. Because I have. Because you grew up Crocs. not wearing them. Crocs. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> number one, Crocs. Number two, gun. Number three, shirtless. Shirtless. I don't know if that's masculinity He's or taking white his trash, shirt off right now. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> He's taking hey. his shirt off right now. <laughs> okay, no, 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 Josh. And we lost the feed. No, like I, I, oh. I'm pretty good with with my hands. Like I, I, I can fix most things, and I know that sounded horrible. Uh, y'all get your brains out of the gutter. You know, I, I, I'm a mechanic, son. I grew up in an yeah, auto exactly. shop, so I can fix most things when it comes to, like, a vehicle. I'm I'm pretty good with, like, carpentry, pretty good with plumbing. You do yard um, work? I installed all the floor. Yeah, I do yard work. I installed most of the flooring in my house myself. See? I made a perfect circle cut at Casey's old house when we installed his flooring. He did. Yeah. You still have that piece of wood, buddy? I do. <laughs> I do. Okay. There is definitely lag. He said I do physically in front of my eyes like four seconds before it came through in audio. That's like he's not lying. He's just thinking about it. Uh, Aaron? I mean, outside of my temper, like I'm, I'm also like Casey. Like I'm very much a let's like let's go like if you want to do this let's do this but i'm not going to take you outside and talk to you about it like i grew up <laughs> beating right. people I have to fight death. you yes and like i don't look for a fight but i'm always ready if one occurs mm. and uh, hey, if so, you stay ready you got to get ready you know what i'm saying yeah mm. and i i really like Respect. you know i'm i'm like any other dude like i really enjoy uh like guns and explosions and um, and part of that is, you know, I feel like in a pressure situation, I'm really good with leadership, like knowing what to do. Uh, my emotions may not, uh, I may not be calm about it, but stuff's going to get done. Um, and I, I think my, my biggest masculine trait is I just enjoy cutting my grass. Like mm. <laughs> I love going in the front yard with my lawnmower <laughs> And my big straw hat, pushing the mower around. Um, like, just, just lost it there. And then I'll stand. I do. I stand in front. I'm like I'm the the typical dad. Like as soon as I'm done, I'll stand in front of the yard with my hands on my hips, Stay appreciating the job that I've done. I, I need to get you some of those white New Balance. Oh man, no, I don't. I cut the I cut the grass in my chacos. 
Oh God! So that's the best shoe for lawnmower. So you cut your toe off. (laughs) That's right. Everyone, they act like I've got twelve foot toes. They're gonna (laughs) somehow find their way under the blade of the lawnmower. You, my mother-in-law, my wife. I'm I'm knowing Chaco's too. I'm just giving you the response I get. You're going to cut your toe off. There's the temper. It's coming out already. I used to love mowing grass, and then I developed what's called allergies. Super masculine <laughs> uh, trait I have. <laughs> Who develops a soy allergy at 35? I got I got to take a Claritin every morning. I feel your pain, buddy. Oh, my gosh. All right. So I, I appreciate gone. someone else mowing my grass. Respect. I would say mine would be physically strong. I'm a large man. There's not a lot that I can't move or lift. Or bend. Or bend. I don't know that I've ever seen you not be able to contort a <laughs> solid object with your bare hands. Um, I am like, especially like outdoors, I'm handy. I can start fires, chop down trees, build structures, all that good stuff. Uh, and then I'm mentally tough, I think, unless it is food. Mm. Food is my weakness. I will cheat on a diet in a minute, but everything else physically tough, I can endure, I can overcome, like I can put up with your crap all day and not explode. But if I have to explode, you're going to feel it. (laughs) Yeah, especially if someone calls you a moron. Yeah, that really gets You me. don't like that? Oh, my God. I did it one time, and it was not a good time we, for me. We had a roommate that called me a moron, and... <sighs> I started out a I podcast. But anyway, you're a freaking life moron goes on. And it was, it was a bad good. time. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope that maybe it was informative. I hope that maybe you... Oh, yes, Josh. There's a new number one. Oh. <gasps> Oh yeah, but we ran long, so we're just going to have to like catch that on another. Sorry. I got I, the Korean to English translation. I, I was going to say, because I've got the number one, but we talked a lot. Is it so BTS again? It's BTS. Yeah. So anyways, hope you, guys, on. hope you guys enjoyed. May, hey, I'll just have you record that for the outro. Hey. There you go. Got Perfect. It. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh. It, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So hit us up on Instagram. Let us know. Slip into those DMs. Slide and, on uh, in there. That's a masculine thing to do. There you go. Because I don't think girls do that. <laughs> oh, they do. Oh, okay. And tell us your thoughts. We would love to hear them. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. If you're listening on Spotify, please follow. We're going to get out of here. I'm yep. Chad the Dad. I am still winning Instagram contest. Hey, still Casey Winstead. All right. I'm, st- I'm still wondering if I run the intro. And we're out. Peace. Now, this is the Korean to English translation of Life Goes On. One day the world stopped without any warning. Spring didn't know to wait. Showed up not even a minute late. Streets erased of footprints. I lie here, fallen to the ground. Time goes by on its own without a single apology. It looks like rain again today. <laughs> I am soaked to the ground. Still won't stop. Run.
running faster than that cloud of brain. <laughs>